bet you guys haven't heard this in a long time. Ooh. Tell me when the cow. 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 That boy E40's going dumb right now, man. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Bring it. That ain't gonna happen. I mean, I, I know you're gonna say that, but that ain't gonna happen. I mean, that's, that's the wrong time to do it. That's all. I'm calling it. And we're back at you. It's your boy, Big Tone. Your boy, Mike Nice. Sports schmortz in the building. Yes, let's get it. We're about to have a night. It's, we're, we're down Big Zoe. Shout out to Big Zoe. Shout out to Tech. Shout out Little... Why should we yeah. call them the Little Zoes? The Little Zoes, yeah. Yeah, it's a Little Zoe birthday today. It's his daughter's... Like, I mean... It's crazy how fucking time flies, <laughs> dude, dude. For real, it's like his. I mean, we're not going to get into yeah. personal details, <laughs> yeah. but his daughter, he's got you know. Birthdays are flying by. It's fucking it, insane. It's making it's me a, go. Oh, dude, I could I could only imagine with you two, Waggy, for sure. Absolutely, man. So, happy birthday to the little princess! Shout out to Zoe. You heard the song we started off with. We're just going to jump right into it because. We have our first entrance into the NBA Finals. The Golden State Warriors do it again. Five games. That's all it took. That's all, yeah. I mean, listen, in the, to quote to quote Big Zoe, I'll give Dallas one. You know what I mean? I honestly thought they were going to pull off a couple more, uh, maybe two games at home. But I know we talked about it on previous episodes. I think we've all attested to it, and we definitely talked about it, like, this ain't Golden State's first like first rodeo here. You know what I mean? Like they've been to the NBA. Listen to this. So they've been to the NBA Finals six out of eight times in a, in a eight. Excuse me, six out of eight years in a row. There's only like four other teams that have done that. So from 2014 to 2022, they've been in the finals six out of the eight times. The Celtics did it from 55 to 70. The Lakers are on this list twice, the sixty-two to seventy-three, I mean, bomb squad, and then eighty to ninety-one again, another squad, and then the obvious one, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen's Bulls from ninety-one to ninety-eight. Two years that Michael Jordan retired, the Bulls did not make it to the finals. So, shout out to the Houston Rockets, Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> <laughs> But, dude, I thought that was dope. Um, I, we all kind of expected the Warriors to win this series. I know I went with the Mavs. That was just out of respect for them beating my sons. But realistically, the you got a healthy clay, or what we what we see as a healthy clay. Steph is Steph. Jordan Poole's playing great. Andrew Wiggins is stepping up for them. Like Every single starter in their lineup on Wednesday night, or excuse me, Thursday night, they all had double-digit points, and everybody was in the plus for the plus-minus, dude. Clay went off. You would have thought it was game six. He dropped 32. Draymond Green even put up 17. Like, they were on fire, dude. Like, they literally... And, and not for nothing, it was only a 10-point game, so Dallas really stepped it up. I know Luka was struggling, and Dinwiddie was struggling in the first half. But, dude, Golden State just... Phew, 
So, yeah, I mean, look at their, you know what I mean? Luca had 28. That's a rare occasion for him. Dinwiddie had 26. I believe all of those points came in the second half. Because when I looked at it, Luca was, he was 3 for 13 from three-point range, right? When I looked at it, he was, <laughs> he was 0 for, he was like 0 for 7. I needed him for two plus three-pointers. That's the only reason why I know this. <laughs> so, I had him and, um, I had him and Clay, I think. So, I, I think it was Clay. If I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, no problem there. Yeah, no problem there. Even eight for sixteen from three point range. But anyways, um, a lot of respect to the Dallas Mavericks. Luca, listen, yo, Luca's the real deal. Um, but I think this is a good way to talk about JJ Redick and something he said about Luca. Um, shout out, yo, Hugh. Even though he's a Duke boy, huge shout out to JJ Redick. Um, he's been on ESPN crushing it. He's getting uh he's getting people like Rich Eisen, who in my opinion, like I grew up on Rich Eisen, that's Sports Center, him and Stuart Scott. That was my sports center growing up. Like, shout out to Scott Van Pelt, but like so Rich Eisen's out there and he put out a tweet the, the other day and he goes, he's like, yo, JJ Reddick is becoming a problem on these uh talk shows in a good way. You know, he's a problem, like he's putting people to the test. So he was talking with oh, let me see. I have it here. He was talking with Max Kellerman, right? And what I read here, and I thought this was a perfect example, Max Kellerman claims Luka Doncic doesn't make his teammates better like Magic or Bird. That was his argument about Luka. JJ fired back with this, and I think it was perfect. Yeah. Is it this one? It's that one there. Let's see. So what he said, what he said made valid points. All right, let's see if we can get some volume on here. Yeah. And we'll start it over. Let's hold on a second. Let's hold on a second. Luca doesn't make people better. Not like Max. Magic or Bird, no. Max, Magic or Bird, they played with Hall of Famers, man. <laughs> Luca's playing on a team. Hold on. Luca's playing on a team with rotation players, with second-round picks, undrafted guys like Dorian Finney-Smith. His shot quality created for his teammates in the last two seasons in the NBA, number one in the NBA. They're shooting 33% on wide-open threes. It's not his fault. They can't make shots. But let's hold on a second. Let's hold on a second. He's not wrong. Luka doesn't make people better. So I, I give J.J. Redick props because not for nothing, he's absolutely right. I mean, Max, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty shitty argument for Max Kellerman to even say that. Like, this dude's been in the league. Okay, yeah, Luka's something special. But let's be real. You're, you're really trying to compare the, him to those those Laker teams and those Celtics teams, dude. That Celtic, the Celtics and Lakers team alone. That's like I f- I feel like those years, half of the freaking Hall of Fame is them. You know what I mean? Like everybody on those teams. Like so, I want to give him props for that because I do respect Luca. I like that he's starting to get chippy now. Uh, I don't like the bitching and moaning. I don't like that with any sports. Like just play it. Just. Chill out, man. Just go out there and have some yeah. fun. You know, he's what I mean? young, I think, and he's full yeah. of, uh, like we're saying, full of emotion. Yeah, and you could, you could tell he has that little. Uh, I think that's what got him this far. Mm-hmm. Is he has that? He plays with that little chip on his shoulder. Whereas, Absolutely. like, if he, if he here, if he thinks people talking shit, like when uh, he came out of the when he came off the the court, saying people always talk shit when they're up. Yeah, people, you know, it's yeah. like. Yeah, that's like something that you say when you're losing and you win a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, but it is true. I mean, but yeah. of course, when you're up, you got to talk shit. 
Exactly. But then when you win, you're like, oh, no, who's talking shit? And then he got in Steph's face that time, yep. which was like, fine. But, nah, I mean, and I think he showed uh, Steph. I think I've seen some pictures where he showed him, like, respect at the end and stuff. So. Oh, absolutely. Nah, like, listen, the one thing I the one thing I, I like about it is the competitiveness. You, that's the whole point. of When you're playing sports, you got to get chippy, man. Like, emotions happen. That's another big thing because I know, like, a big thing, me growing up, I wasn't like that. I didn't have that that chippiness to me yeah which i feel like you know that's what that's like what brings like big league comp- competition like that's like yeah. what a competitor is like yeah. they want they want to fuck up everybody they want to beat everybody they're not leaving it on they're not leaving with a loss they're not gonna let it go which nah. that's it, what got them to the dance it's, it's like, also it's also like psychological warfare you can't beat him on the court. You got to beat him somehow how can i do it i'm gonna fuck with him i'm gonna get in his head and you can't be soft in that regard either yep yeah, that was uh. So Steph Curry was at the free throw line. I know, I remember exactly what you're talking about. And uh, he walked up to get the ball. He missed the free throw. Walked up to get the ball. Luke was like, "What are you scared?" He's like, "Man, shut up!" And then you see Draymond grab him, and he's like, "Stop! He's he's getting into your head, dude. Don't let that happen." But that's that's the beauty of sports. Like that's the whole point of trash talking. Dudes have made careers off. <laughs> Dudes are still in the NBA that are playing right now. That like literally just get in people's heads. They can't they can't really ball. Like they're good at defense, but offense. Pat Bev, <laughs> fuck you. Um, but nah, dude, I think Luka doesn't get enough credit for what he had. I think the Suns falling apart in game five and six obviously was a huge help for him because he balled out. He really did. They didn't have an answer for him. Um, but he definitely needs some players. He definitely needs some help out there. And Mark Cuban's got the money. Unless he's trying something different, playing like money ball. But yeah, I also think that now showing that Dallas is uh, obviously a playoff team, but now a semifinals team that people are going to be like, you know what? I want to go to Dallas and play with Luka. So that's going to open up, I think, more opportunity for maybe like, I don't know who, but like another like key player for him to come in. So I feel like I agree. I agree. I totally can agree with that. I feel like they would probably have to go after like, it's tough because Luka's there. Luka plays the point. He's a big boy, man. You know, so it's like, do you go out and do you get, do you go out and get another guard or do you go forwards? You know what I mean? Do you grab a small four? I think Brunson's going to be around for a bit. I think he's going to get better. But, like, they're, they're missing pieces. Like, there's no question about it. There's missing pieces there. So, I say Mark Cuban goes out next season after what they just did. Jason Kidd's a hell of a coach. He's doing great. Like, he really did. Obviously, listen, Golden State's a different a different warrior, if you will, but like <laughs> shout out to the Dallas Mavericks, man. You know, they left everything on the court. But Golden State's in the finals again now. Draymond Green was on uh on with my favorite my favorite basketball show. Uh the TNT guys, Ernie Johnson, Kenny Smith, Shaq and, and my boy Chuckster. Um Draymond Green was out there and Shaq asked him a question and he was like He's like, so who do you who do you guys think you're gonna play? And he goes, I know who he goes, it's not about who I think wants to play. Here we go. Yeah, let's see. Which one is it? Um, it might not be up there yet. I saw what you were talking about. Yeah. Uh I I just search it differently. Yeah. But Draymond Draymond obviously knows who he wants to pick. Like he knows who he wants to play. And he's confident that they're going to play them. Let's see if we can find him. Draymond must have really... Yeah, there he is. 
round. Who would you like to play? I mean, be honest. I think both. I think both teams are tough. Uh, you know, Boston create uh, causes problems, especially offensively. Draymond, their defense is incredible. How long we been boys, Draymond? I want the honest answer, Draymond. You're asking me who I want to play. I'm gonna yes. tell you who I think we're gonna play. We're gonna play Boston. Okay, that's, that's okay. That's who we're gonna play. Thank you. That's the Draymond I know. <laughs> yeah, man. Draymond was doing a good job of trying to avoid that, but. We'll see. Uh, we will see because that game's on right now. Um, but they, I just want to talk, before we get into that, I think the last time we talked, that game was on, and we lo- we know what happened there. Uh, mm-hmm. Boston took that game. Uh, they they looked awful. Miami looked awful the other night. I know they got some injuries going on right now, and a couple guys aren't 100%, but they did not look good. So they're in Boston tonight. Really, really pulling for Miami here. Um, it's do or die for them. <laughs> they got to win tonight. They have to win. Do a quick little update. Yeah. What we, oh, okay. All right. So it's 48-46. End of the, end yeah. of the first half. And it's halftime. Wow. Miami got outscored this quarter, the second quarter. Wow. But yeah, by a good five points. We got Tatum <sighs> with 18. Wow. And then we got Jimmy with 21. So they're going at it. Yeah, I think Jalen Brown's got 18 as yeah, well. Yeah, I saw that. That's his son, uh, ex-son. Jalen nah. Brown? No. Nah. Who was the guy that was on the Suns that man, I'm thinking of? Nah, he, I'm pretty sure he was there. and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm almost sure he played for them and like I didn't play for the Suns. No. I would remember that. Yeah, no, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Definitely. My bad. Sorry guys, I don't know shit. Nah, nah, you're good. Here's the thing though. So you got two of your your star players right now already dropping 18. Jimmy Butts got 21. Who's the next high scorer right now in the game for the Heat? Kyle Lowry with 10. Yeah, so that's not going to last. That's that's not going to work. Yeah. That's not going to last. Victor Oladipo needs a comeback game after his last performance. They were trashing him, dude. Um, and Bam and Bam needs to get up, uh, get some points up too. He's been playing great. I got no hate for Bam out of Bayou, but this is not the game to be to be slacking here. Wow. Yeah. So halftime. Let's see if Miami can hang on. They're up by two. Looks like we got ourselves a battle between Jimmy Butts. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown throwing his name in the mix there, too. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Let's go Miami, dude. That's where I'm at with it. Let's go Miami. I did want to make one Joel Embiid. I know that's my guy picked for MVP. Obviously, he didn't win. But very good friends with Jimmy Butler. Loved him in Philadelphia when they played together. Uh, He put out a tweet after that last game. And he goes, uh, he's like, yo, Jimmy Butler needs some Jimmy Butler needs some help in Miami, and then he put Miami 2023. So here's my theory, and this is what I'm I'm thinking. I think the Sixers are going to be stupid enough to give James Harden a, a max deal. I think they're going to do that, and I think that's going to piss off Joel Embiid because he clearly wasn't happy with the James Harden that they got. You know what I mean? He clearly wasn't happy. I think if that happens, Joel Embiid says, let me let me out of here. Trade me. Let me leave. Just do something. I'll go play in Miami. 
He wants to play with Jimmy Butler. They both said it on national television, like during their series. He said straight up, he was like, he's like, I, I, I love Joel. Like, I love Philly, but I'm Miami. I love Miami. But Joel and B was like, yeah, I, I want, I would love, to, he goes, I'm sorry. Jimmy Butler said, I would love to play on the same team as Joel and B again. He's not going back to Philly. He's pissed at Philly after what they did. He's, he's like, you took Tobias Harris over me? Or like, I forgot the player he said, but like walking into the locker room, screaming that. And he dropped like 41 that night. You know what I mean? Went off. So that's my theory. I don't know. I, I'm going to say my theory, but I'm also pretty confident that f- that James Harden's getting that max contract. Joel Embiid ain't going to go for that. Unless they get on the same page and James Harden realize, like, yo, I got to step my shit up. I got to take this serious because I'm on a contender. That's my theory. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we see. That'd be crazy thinking about it now. Sorry to like get off sidetracked here. If they go out and get Joel Embiid and they're able to keep Bam at a and Bam, dude, you run Joel at the center and Bam is your power forward. That's tough. That's tough, dude. Like PJ Tucker's great defensively. I I, I think I he was a form, PJ Tucker used to play for the Suns. He was a beast. Defensively, he locked down Trey Young. He's doing his best to lock down any anybody he can, dude. Anybody he can. Um, but they need a they need a power forward. They they need a power forward, and Bam could play that role if they get Joel Embiid, or maybe Bam gets sent to Philly. Who knows? So we'll see. only time will tell. Let's get to the finals first before we even think about next season, man. Uh. Couple other, th- uh, one other thing that I'm sorry I got to mention it, Renzo. I know this is your team. I feel like Big Perk and Richard Jefferson. You know, I always came out and was like, they're looking for a coach, and they just oh, we still talk. My man, my man, Big Perk. Shout out to Kendrick Perkins. A lot of people don't like that guy. I don't know why. I think he's hilarious. I think he's good for ESPN. Um, I think him and Richard Jefferson are hilarious together. Dude, he cracks me up, man. Uh, that's a that's a that's an older one. That's from a month ago. Uh, let's see. I got you right here. Yeah, it's that the first one there. It's a real real short clip. Yesterday, regarding the Lakers' vacant head coaching position. What is the latest that you can tell us out of LA? Yeah, uh, LA made a run at Juwan <laughs> Howard, Michigan's coach. Uh, so if if, if you could hear it, you could hear them <laughs> gasping like we still talking about that. And Dude. but <clears throat> if you could, but if you go back and watch the video, it's so funny because they both throw them shoulders back. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, they they have one of my uh, one of my other favorite things is when they're talking about free agency, and the Lakers didn't do anything, and the uh, the lady the lady that was uh, reporting it was like, now they have to think about using like some some of their salary cap. And these two dudes just look at each other, start laughing and dap each other up because they were like, yo, these dudes are suckers. Like, why aren't you doing shit? Like, you're the Lakers. You're struggling. Mm-hmm. LeBron's carrying this team on his back, and you other guys ain't doing nothing. So whenever they talk about the Lakers, dude, it's so funny. They hate it. But they have to talk about it, unfortunately. So I bring that up because that's how I feel. But the Lakers have hired a head coach. Uh, he used to be the assistant head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. Darvin Ham, uh, four-year deal. I don't know what the money's looking like, but I'm assuming that. I mean, listen, the Bucks, the Bucks were a very, very good team. So, 
I think if the Lakers can bounce back and make some moves, Russell Westbrook wants to be traded, do it. That's all I'm going to say about the Lakers, God damn it. Oh, man, I really need Miami to win, dude. That's it. That's, all, that's it. I mean, we do have some other playoffs to talk about. Got some hockey playoffs. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. We're going we're gonna to roll back. I need a fucking... Uh, yeah, we're going to run it back real quick. We had a conversation uh, oh, earlier. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yes, Let's I do. do yes, I do. I'm sorry, guys. I did not mean to jump the gun. I will get to the NHL playoffs, but this is something that um, my, my, Mikey and I talked about this earlier, and it was like, yo, there's, this is crazy. I'll, I'll let Mikey go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm rambling. No, yeah. So what I heard a lot of uh, conversation being brought up now is if Steph Curry is the player of the decade because I was obviously like a LeBron James thing. And it can't really be taken from him. It's like, it's not, I mean, it feels like it's a set in stone thing. But now Steph Curry coming up and we're going to look, we're going to compare at what they've accomplished. But also what they've accomplished in the game of basketball. Like, for the game of basketball, I should say. Mm. What they've done for it. So, we're going to look at it because some people think it's a ridiculous statement. Because if you're comparing, is Steph Curry better than LeBron? But, I mean, also, what are we going by? Stats or, I mean. Yeah. In one-on-one games? Yeah, probably LeBron. But. Just because he's a bigger dude. But if if Steph's getting shots off on a one-on-one game. And his ball handling skills are phenomenal. Yeah, they are phenomenal. So, he could probably still get shots off. So, I mean, depends, I guess, what we're talking about. You saw what, uh, what, what LeBron said, how he wanted to play. On the same team as Steph Curry at some point before his career ended. Yes. Steph Curry laughed and he said, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. But they have played together in the All-Star Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. At least we, they did that. But let's maybe let's get into it then. We've got career stats in front of us. Steph mm. Curry. And uh, we've got, let's see, for points, I'm sure, like points, rebounds, assists, LeBron is going to have more. Yeah. So we got Steph with 24 points, four rebounds, six assists. And we got LeBron with 27, seven, and seven. So, I mean, 24, four, and six, 27, seven, and seven. Not huge differences. No. Not huge differences. All right. So how many years do we got for Steph Curry in the league? Do we know how many? I mean, obviously we know how many, but we're here. 2009, 10. Was his rookie year? Yeah. So I got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 seasons. Damn, that's crazy. Because LeBron has fucking... I think he's like 20. Yeah. He's at two thousand. He's at the 2003-2004. Yeah, so, so that's like 20 seasons, I think. Tw- yep, right? 20, absolutely. So because he has more... I was, so the first stat I was going to look at is all-star appearances. LeBron James has more all-star appearances than Steph Curry has seasons played. So, that's a funny yeah, stat. How many was he? 18, right? He, he has 18 the- out of 20, but that doesn't make sense. Has he missed all-star years? Then maybe he's only 18 years in the league. No, I feel like he got hurt. Or like he sat out. He didn't really like and play. They, but you don't make it still? No, you still make it. That's true. I don't know what happened there. So, wait, maybe that's just... Well, no. Out. If he made it 18 out of 20, he's been in the league for 20 years. 
So he's only made it 18 times. Nineteen, so yeah. there's one year he didn't make it. But how would he have not made All Star team? Doesn't yeah. make sense. But. I know. Hey, hey, stranger things have happened. I so, wonder if we can. So he's uh, at eighteen. What was so Steph he's got, at? Steph's at eight. Eight. Yeah, he's got a bit to go. So that means he also didn't make a couple All Star teams. Yeah. So that's fine. So we. So now we got. Uh, All NBA. All right. What is this AST? I'm sorry. I don't know what that one is. AST champion? Assist. Assist champion? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't know that they had, they, they counted that. Oh, they're steel champion. I didn't even know they did that. Yeah. All right. So, but let's start. So, all NBA team. We got LeBron with 18 times all NBA. And we got Steph with eight times all NBA, which is the same as the all stars. We got LeBron six times. I mean, four times finals MVP. Mm. We, he has zero finals MVPs, huh? Steph? Yeah. Yeah. Two-time MVP, LeBron, four-time MVP. So we still got some years to go. So say that again. All right, so eight-time All-NBA yep. for Steph Curry versus LeBron's 18. You got it. We got Steph's two-time MVP so far versus LeBron's four-time MVP. Got it. Then we got, uh, I mean, the other ones are kind of obscure. Three-time NBA champ versus LeBron's four-time NBA champ. That's not an obscure one. Three yeah. rings versus four rings. But all the other ones is like rookie, all rookies, scoring champs. Yeah. Uh, but the four-times finals MVP is big. Yeah. Four-times finals MVP for four time, for four rings. Yeah. The other one's like. All star MVP, all rookie, scoring champs. They both have their sh- fair share of scoring titles. So Steph and has other titles. He has two MVPs, right? Sorry, two Steph MVP. has two. Oh yeah, two MVPs. So he has two final MVPs and two seasons. No, he has zero finals MVPs. Ooh, okay, just two season MVPs. But LeBron has four finals MVPs. Yep, and two MVPs. four season MVPs. Four. Sheesh. I'm just writing this down because we're going to look at it side by side. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Crazy. This might, maybe this will be the year Steph gets his first uh, finals MVP. Yeah, we'll see. So, and also LeBron was rookie of the year. And Steph does not have a rookie of the year. But he did make the rookie team. All rookie. But he was not rookie of the year, so. Hmm. He made the 75th anniversary team. They both did. Yeah. So uh, another thing, though. So now let's put in uh, perspective stats. Steph Curry only played on one team. Loyal to one team. And so he didn't jump around to play for big three teams or, like, you know, look for super teams. And he still, they still have three, three championships. I think that has a lot. Like, that says a lot. Because LeBron has four on three separate teams. So, what else? What do you think? Now that I'm rambling about <coughs> No, numbers. no, this is great, man. I just want to get it all written down. Um, 
just like a look at it side by side. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously the big difference is obviously there's a gap. Well, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. There's a gap in game. So games played, 826 games for Steph versus LeBron's 1,366. You want Steph's again? Yeah, we do. 826. So that's like a big gap in games too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a lot. That's a pretty big gap. I mean, Yeah, I mean, LeBron's been in the league for – since 2003, so he's been there. I agree with what you're saying about uh, Steph being loyal. Um, you know what it is, too? Think about it this way. like, Or, my bad, it doesn't cut you off, no. but am I maybe not saying player, maybe not player of the decade, but player of uh, like, a genera- like a generational player. Because yeah. LeBron, technically, this is his second decade. Exactly. But maybe, I mean, I guess it still, it still counts. Maybe for this decade, for the, because... Steph was a rookie, 2010. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we're talking about this decade, not that first half, right? Yeah, if we're going to talk about this decade, yeah. yeah it'd be, it'd be, Which is crazy because LeBron could have been the player of the decade two years, two decades in a row. Dude. Which is kind of insane. That's insane, bro. That's like, uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. Sorry, I had to think about that again for a minute. Yeah, that, that'd be qu- that'd be wild. Because, you know, like, if you look at actually his first half of his career, his stats are very consistent. They barely change. He's yeah. from 27 to about 30 points per game every season. Yeah. And that his rookie year, even just at 19 years old, averaging 20, 20 points. Yeah. I mean, he's a freak of nature. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, it's insane. Let's see. Assists, fives, five, seven, six, six, seven, seven, eight, seven. So, like... He might be player of the decade from 2003 to 2010, like that decade even. Dude, look at that. In uh, 2019 to two, uh, 2019 season, he had frig, he averaged 10 on 25 points. That's his only uh, That's his only double-double. Yeah. It looks like. That's interesting that he's never, I mean, I guess not. He's. It's tough. Yeah. I think he's become more of an, obviously we could see it in the numbers. I mean, he's always been a consistent assist guy, but I think now that he's getting a little bit older, he realizes he's got to dish the ball a little bit. But, I mean, listen, he's he's unbelievable. It's LeBron James, dude. But I think the diff, the biggest difference between LeBron James and Steph Curry was, like, Steph Curry really didn't get any hype until Davidson made it big into the tournament that year, where LeBron James was already on covers of Sports uh, Illustrated, you know, wearing his high school jersey. He had NBA guys pulling up to his uh, high school games. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. LeBron was the next big thing. Steph wasn't until Steph came in the league and started. Phew, talk about a sniper. You, you know, he, he was part of the Splash Brothers for a reason, dude. That guy, that guy changed the game when it came to shooting. I think LeBron changed the game as to how you changed the game. And I'm not saying in general, but like uh, to people that watch the game, to people, uh, to kids that look up to um, these guys, I think it changed the it changed the way they play the game. It's so different, like, from when we were growing up. Like, No way. Yo, Let's go. Buddy. And we got our our third yeah. leg in. And we're the three best friends that anyone ever had. Three best friends. We didn't get a slip of that. Oh, that would be perfect. And yeah, we got our boy Big Zoe in the house. Big Zoe. A pleasant surprise. Absolutely. We weren't sure. We did start a little late, which gave him a little time <laughs> to get here. So, nah, this is awesome. You can man. sit right on that. It's comfy. 
Um, yeah, so. Dude, good to see you, man. <laughs> Got you on this mic. Let me get my stuff out of your way, brother. So we were... Uh, we we, were, this is perfect because now we're gonna get right back on track. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking about is for now that is Steph Curry possibly the player if he wins this fourth final MVP, which is now actually I'm, I'm the last ten years. It doesn't is not really it's not a perfect decade, but because it's 2022. But it's oh my bad, you can't hear. Got you. Yeah, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking is Steph Curry the player of the decade or is LeBron James? And we're not talking about LeBron. Like, so I'm looking at it and LeBron James's stats. He started at two, he started 2003, 2004 season. And Curry set, started 2009, 2010. So they got like that five year, six year gap right there. So LeBron James could possibly be the player if we're going by just the last twenty years because this is LeBron's nineteenth season. Is Steph Curry the player of the last decade or LeBron James? And we're starting to go by, and it is starting to still look more like LeBron James. Yeah, I would say it's LeBron James just because he's still doing it at such a but Steph, high level at such a high like you know yeah the age that he's at what is he like thirty seven now. 38? He's 19 seasons with at at 18 years old. He's a year year older than me. Yeah, 37, right? Yeah, he's 37. Just to put up almost a triple-double all the time. So we we looked at it. Uh, We were Actually, you walked in at the perfect time because this is actually what we just looked at. Uh, So we were saying he was consistent with his assists like uh, per year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Averaging. But uh, there's only one year in his career he averaged a double-double. And it was with you guys in 2019. It was probably because of rebounds or assist. no, it was no, assists. Assist. Ten, yeah, he assist. averaged ten. Yeah, yeah. it was ten point two, dude, crazy. So, but yeah, that was that's basically what you just walked into. We were talking about yeah. Steph and so and LeBron. The the other perspectives of it is like how how much has Steph affected and like basketball as a whole, like how people play the game. Is it more than LeBron? Because LeBron did have a huge impact, huge on the way people played. But now Steph Curry, it's like, it's like a Kobe. You know, everyone used to be like Kobe on everything they do. When you shot paper ball, everything. Then it became LeBron yamming it on people. Now it's back to like Steph Curry shooting half half court shots and shit like that. And that's what the games come to. That's it. So it's like you know we're think we're debating who had a bigger impact, Steph Curry or LeBron. But it's tough because LeBron now, when I think about it, it still feel like it's LeBron. Yeah, he's a guy. I don't want to use this term because, I mean, it's possible he's like a once in a generational type of guy. Like, For you sure. know what I mean? Like, we saw Jordan. Like, everybody knows the comparisons. We saw Jordan, and then we saw Kobe, and then we really didn't. Have- yeah, even Magic though before. Yeah, and, like, so it's Larry like, Bird, it, it, like dudes it keeps like that. Going. Absolutely, yeah. like just just to look at that '92 Dream Team. I mean, anybody, any of those guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be like, a, a generational player. So yeah, all those guys like, are... It's crazy. So to see... Ah, dude. I, Do you think Steph he, Curry gets put into that category now, though? Because he's like, as like, no, you'll never see another guy shoot like Steph Curry. 
for a long time. It's gonna, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's another guy that's shooting yeah, wise, yeah. absolutely. I mean, what the last we got blessed enough to see Reggie, Reggie Miller, Miller and Ray Allen. Yeah, you know Reggie, what I mean. Reggie Miller was one of my favorites, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, he was what the, he would do like it was fucking crazy. He was a killer, was scary. He was a killer, dude. I oh, the Pacers were something. They were different. They were different. Like we saw people like also like Kyle Corver and them. Didn't they fucking have like good seasons with three point three point shots? Kyle Corver, yeah. Yeah, but But I mean nobody's out didn't do anything. It exactly didn't change the game, but like I think for shooting, absolutely one million percent. Like even the greatest shooters will ever tell you that too. Like, yo, he changed the game. Like you said, you got kids out here shooting from half court. There's no need to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Like if it's cool, you got that shot, but like, there's no need for that. Like yeah, Steph, made Steph it. makes that shit look like, <laughs> like you're watching the Harlem Globetrotters. Like, yeah, he'll just run around people, just run around people, and then keep trying to find that shot just real quick, so he could just release for after like having the ball for a second. Yeah, yep. he literally gets the ball and just whew, releases. It's it's ridiculous. That's all he needs, and it's sauce half the time. Like, don't even touch the rim. His brother must hate him. Yo, Seth ain't half bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's not stuff. He's no, absolutely not. And he's absolutely. younger, so being a younger brother, you're probably like, "Ah, oh, you motherfucker!" Yeah, like you see him at the games when he has a night off watching him, and he's like, "This motherfucker, dude." He's like, "I could, I could do this. I gotta do this. I gotta beat my brother." I mean, I like Seth. I like Seth, but I think he's he's, just, gonna, he's not stuff at all. I think he's gonna be in a good situation once uh, Kyrie gets out of there. We'll see. We'll see. I'll see what happens. So yeah, I, I it I haven't made I haven't said anything yet, but you said you said LeBron, right? LeBron. Yeah, LeBron definitely. Yeah, I mean what that starts the conversation is if uh Steph if they win, it's four to four rings. LeBron four to Steph four. But what I brought up is that Steph has four rings on Golden State, whereas LeBron had to move around to win. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like I think that brings in a different perspective on like the the conversation yeah like i mean i understand with the whole kd going to golden state that's bullshit because yeah. they didn't need him no nope. technically they didn't need him they need kd because they won what they won two already without him right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but that so, was still steph's team even though kd came it wasn't like I, I respect golden state because of the fact that they fucking built that team yeah I'm pretty sure draymond and clay were drafted by golden state no they 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 definitely they built that team. Like I said, I said... It's, it's perfect, you know, like, they fucking... And it, I think you brought it back last time about, like, Monte Ellis. So, yeah, like, seeing, like, a team like Monte... They had fucking Monte Ellis. Wasn't Steven Jackson on the team, too? That was that... Earlier, that was earlier. That was with, earlier. With, with Baron Davis, right? Baron Davis, Matt Barnes. They had Barnes. some squads, yo. They had some fucking squads going to state. And that was Baron Davis at, like, not even at 100% healthy. His knees were shot. So for him to step in, and good point for Steph to come in after him. Yeah, after all those people. <laughs> yeah, like, like they just built a team after like you know Draymond, him, Clay. You know they had role players like Iguodala. Yeah, that was a smart move grabbing him. He's been out there forever now. I feel Andrew like. Bogut played good for them too. He did. He they did. need him to do anything crazy. I think Bogut was good with Milwaukee. I think. Yeah, it was Milwaukee he was with right, Bogut. I'm almost 100% positive. Yeah, either them or Dallas, one of them. Oh, yeah, he was part of the trade. Yeah. He was part of the trade for Monte Ellis, my bad. So, so stupid, dude. <laughs> Jesus. I think. Yeah. But, so, what we were saying, too, um, 
that we brought up, it was like three point. Like nobody's gonna break. Like he's gonna nobody's gonna touch his three point record. That was another thing I brought up. Like you beat Ray Allen and, and Reggie Miller. Like what? So no one's gonna. Talk. I, don't, Le- I don't think so. And there's a seven year gap in seasons, dude. Like yo, Steph's got a lot more to go. Like if he really wanted to, obviously he can call yeah. it quits whenever. But like. So I think that's maybe so like I think the argument is who was the better player over the career because if you like say like Steph has another say Steph has another um eight seasons in him LeBron ain't, ain't doesn't have eight seasons so Steph might be the next also decade best player of the decade yeah. so even though LeBron's got him this decade LeBron might have also been player of the decade two decades in a row. And now Steph, if Steph continues to play the way he does now, he's going to have this one up to 2030. If he plays up to 2030, Steph will be that player of the decade. Because maybe if he has a couple more championships in him. But it's just a little bit. A little bit. KD also. That's true. We could bring up a little KD. That's my my guy. I like KD, but it's just. He's just, I, I think he made a. He came up move. one year before Steph. He's yeah. got. Sonic's jersey's fired. 12 time All Star. That's his best jersey. He's yeah. got more All Stars than Steph. Uh, one less champion. Two finals MVPs. That's two more than Steph. When did he come out, though? What, what year? One year before Steph. One year. 28, 12, I mean, 2008. Yeah, because what it is with Steph, Steph came out when he. It's not that he was bad, it's just he wasn't. Rookie like, of the year, which crazy. Steph didn't win. LeBron won the rookie of the year, and Durant won the rookie of the year, but Steph did not win rookie of the year. LeBron won one of the most. Well, I don't know. I don't know one of the most, but it, it was a, a good one. Melo. It's, it's a controversial. Wade, right? Or no? Yeah, I think it's Melo, Wade, Wade, LeBron. Right, Tom? I'm sorry? That class. Yeah. Yep, those yeah. are the three guys that came out. For the MVP race, right? Yep. For they rookie of the year. Out. No, rookie of the year. I'm sorry. Rookie of the year, rookie yeah. Of the yeah. Year, yeah. They all balled out. Melo should have won that, though, in my opinion. I it, think we were just seeing LeBron average 20 than his rookie season. 20, yeah, 20 is rookie season. Yeah. Uh, let's see Kevin Durant. Also averaged 20 his rookie season when he played for the Supersonics. Dude. Oh, that was a squad. I think Russell Westbrook came, what, the year after? Yeah. That's when they changed it to Oakland. He literally got drafted in a Sonics jersey, and then, like, <laughs> they went and switched it up. Yo. I'm going to plug that real quick. If you ever get a chance, you want to see the real true story of how the Seattle Supersonics got fucked over, how the city of Seattle got fucked over. Um, it, my boy Seamus put me on to it. Shout out to him, dude. That's one of my favorite bosses ever. He was like, yo, look, go on YouTube and look up Sonic Gate. And it's the entire story of how everything went down. Mad shady. The people that purchased it, uh, the commissioner at the time, was it uh, David Stern? Was like giving them their word that oh you're, we're we're not going to move you from Seattle, but was making a back a backhand deal with like the owners of Starbucks, and then those <coughs> those assholes sold it to some big oil tycoons in Oklahoma City. You know what I mean? Like really, really did them dirty. Doesn't even acknowledge them. Oklahoma City Thunder doesn't even acknowledge the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. That team could have been special, but. That was uh, Durant's dream. 
to be to play for the Supersonics. I I heard, I watched like a little short thing on YouTube. I think where it was his dream to play for them, and he got drafted by them, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to fucking Oklahoma." Mm-hmm. I think I said Oakland last before yeah. Oklahoma. Nah. It's fucking. fine. So, but so yeah, so but like it's a good point though you said about Durant. He's got two Finals MVPs, which is two more than fucking Steph. He's got a Rookie of the Year, which is one more than Steph. And uh, you got one MVP. He's got one MVP, which is Steph has two. Mm. But he's got two rings also. So I mean, but he's also played on several teams. Uh, which I mean, I mean he technically. If you want to count it, the Sonics and the Oklahoma City Thunder are one. So he's played for three teams, technically. If we want to look at it that way, you know. Yeah, what I yeah, mean? that's true. Very true. So another guy that played for three teams. So I mean, Kevin Durant could definitely be a running for player of the decade. I mean, he's averaging twenty seven point seven rebounds, four assists. He's only three assists lower than LeBron, but LeBron also is twenty seven and seven with points and rebounds. I feel yeah. like if Durant just didn't get hurt so much, like it would be, I think he would, yeah, it would be, be so totally different. Man. And also, fucking, he's got uh, LeBron's got five or like six years on both these, or six or seven seasons on both these guys. Yeah, that's tough. LeBron, fucking, is yeah, a beast. He still takes it. Yeah, so Is there any other guys you think that could even touch those three? In the last, in this day, de- for the like last play, decade? yeah, for like impact wise, and then we could fucking move on from it. I mean, KD is definitely one of my one of my arguments. I, I'm just a fan of him. Like I've always been a fan of him. So if he just never got hurt, obviously I didn't like that he had to do the hey if you can't beat him join him move. Okay. Like there was no need for that. I agree with you 100. percent So like there was absolutely no need for him to go out there. They didn't need him. There was no need for it. But I'm hoping that he can kind of give himself a a little bit of a redemption playing in Brooklyn. I kind of, I really do, man. I like Kevin Durant, so that would be my my alternate argument. But those three guys, without a, without a question, I can't think of anybody else really in the past. Like, I have to like really. I think I'd have to really sit down and think about it. I tell you what, though, it's fucking exciting to see what basketball has like become now from like. The years we're talking about when LeBron started to now, how much it's changed, and yeah. fucking, you guys got like John Morant, Luca, Trey, fucking these young boys, Anthony are, Edwards. They're like hybrids, you yeah, know. Yeah, they're I mean? fucking crazy, man. They're fucking, they're something else, man. They're good. It's, it's basketball's, it's fun to watch now. It, I feel like it's it's gonna be left in good hands when like those guys that. We all remember aren't there anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like it's it was weird without like you know it's not not seeing Kobe oh. on the court. That was fucking weird as fuck. But when it comes to like maybe not even seeing LeBron in a couple of years, that's gonna be weird as fuck. Yeah. I was a bigger Kobe fan than I was LeBron, but that's fucking weird as fuck to just not see LeBron on the court. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Absolutely, bro. Total. I couldn't agree more, man. I couldn't. Like agree you got more. some uh, tips? No, I'm sorry. Ah. I don't have any more. So yeah, so that was fucking. I think that was 
about as deep as we can get into it right now. Definitely. No, we cut. That was awesome. So. So we're, before I uh, jump the gun, now we're getting into the hockey playoffs real quick. Uh, got some updates. And uh, we're going to start off with yesterday's games. We had two of them. One series came to an end. The other one carries on. The Hurricanes ended up beating the Rangers, making it a 3-2 series. But the bright side to that game, uh, Saturday, 8 o'clock, they're in the Garden. So Rangers are at home. That's it's, it's a pattern right now. Almost every hockey game, the winner has all the home teams win. Like whenever they're at home, they win. I've noticed that with certain series, certain games. Those crowds probably have a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah. Hockey fans are nuts. I love it, dude. I love it. It's like football fans. You know what I mean? I love that shit. So, hopefully the Rangers can bounce back. You know, it's do or die for them going into this game. And then the Oilers, they swept. uh, Not swept. They won in five. Excuse me. They won in five. That series is over. So, now they're waiting to see. The beat your boys, Muggy. Yeah. Oh, the Flames. Ah, oh, I know. I lost. I saw when I saw that. I was like, no, not the Flames. <laughs> I'm still holding on, fucking my Avies, bro. My Avi babies. Yo, they're playing. Uh, they're playing right now, dude. They're yeah. Uh, I already saw that. I don't want to look at. Oh, uh, is, is it bad still? No, I think they're tied up. Okay, they were down one last time we checked. Okay, so I think they're tied up two two. Yeah, it was two one last time we looked. So they tied up. All right, they're up three two in the series. They're in St. Louis. You know, again, fucking, uh, they're doing a sweep the hard way. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> took a little uh, detour. So the Oilers are waiting to see who wins that series, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning, who did pull off a sweep in this round, are waiting to see if they're going to play the Rangers or the Hurricanes. It's going to be. I mean, I think it's scary for anybody that's going to play. Um, uh, when was their Tampa. last game? Tampa Sunday. Right there. Damn, so they haven't played since Sunday. No, I'm sorry. It was uh, Tuesday. Tuesday? I believe it was Tuesday because that's a 3-0 series right there. Oh, then I missed them. Oh, no. Oh, no, it was Monday. Monday. Sorry, Monday. So they haven't played since Monday. Mm -hmm. So I hope them boys been getting their legs going and playing, like practicing. For sure. (laughs) Because they're going to come off either fresh but not having played in a week or more. Mm-hmm. Well rested is sometimes not the best way to you go. Know, you know, sometimes it's not. Sometimes the momentum is fucking really nice, and you come off a sweep. That momentum now is fucking all. I'm not saying it's gone, but that was five days ago. Yeah. So hope. I mean, I, I mean, not hopefully they just sweep the team, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna be playing my Avies. In the championship, in the Stanley Cup finals, it's a possibility. Oh, but not this next one. No, this one, the Lightning are going to play oh, the, the Rangers. Or the uh, Hurricanes are Rangers, and then the Avalanche are going to play the Oilers. Or the Blues are going to play the Oilers. Either one. Whoa. I didn't like that last statement. I, I, <laughs> yo, I want, I'm an Avalanche guy, man. I want them to win, but. They're playing tonight, aren't they? Yeah, and they're up 3-2. But we're all, the Sheds are Rangers. It's, this is a Rangers shed. Yeah, this is so a we're still shed. fucking in it for the Rangers. Next season, we said we're going with the Seattle Kraken. Oh, yeah, the Kraken. Yeah, to win yeah. the Stanley Cup. That's a, that's oh, a, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah Rento did not agree to it. What do you mean? I, yeah, said we're making the, I said making the playoffs. You said, 
Oh, oh winning Stanley playoffs, Cup. Playoffs. 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 <laughs> yeah, they're making the playoffs. We're, we can't just say playoffs. I, I'm doing playoffs. And we got to see that odds, dude. The <laughs> odds are going to be yeah, awesome. They're going to be like the We're going to retire Vegas off these odds. Yo, dude, can you imagine? We're going to put 100 bucks down on these guys to go to the Super, uh, Super Bowl. Stay in the cup. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, but it's looking good for for them. So, what's going on with this Avalanche games? Two two, right? We want to see what, it. What period are we in? Let's see what we got. Oh, third quarter with five minutes left. Two two. Let's get a little game. Let's get a little live broadcast. Yeah. Holy shit! And then, uh, oh, a little shot on goal. Blocked. Abby's with a little shot on goal. That means we're pressing, giving putting pressure on them. Yeah, do they still have? Did they get rid of some of the, um, or not rid of, but changed a lot of the rules like icing and stuff like that? I think they did make some changes just to maybe try to tone it down a little. Oh yeah, yeah. We what should get mean? into that then one day because I want to look yeah. at that because I heard that I remember hearing that a lot of uh, rules have changed for. Dude, be scrapping. Hey, yeah, we got to get out to some games too. Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple teams I want to. The last series, it was the Blues and the Minnesota Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching like little clips online. Yo, they were chippy the whole series. Like dudes, were, the goons were going out there banging yeah. out. So I want to look at. I want to look at that one day. Did I think yo anybody listening? We want to go to a hockey game with us. We'll fucking message us, or we'll get together in a group chat or something, and we'll fucking all go out to a hockey game. Absolutely, a sports sports outing. That'd be dope. We got to do it. Maybe do like a little. I could bring out the, the the Zoom. We could do a little like parking lot tailgate podcast. That'd be sick. Or some, you know, some good shit. Get some good stuff. Do that for the. Do oh, we'll do game. a sports smarts blog or vlog, I guess. If we have vlog. So, vlog. So hit us up and then we'll all go out. The hell yeah. Big we'll squad. Have a, we'll have a ball. Smarts squad. The sports <laughs> smarts <laughs> goonies squad. <laughs> Yo, so. I thought this was pretty interesting about hockey. So uh, a friend of the show hit me up and he was like, yo, he's like, look this up. So the NHL president's award, there's been eight teams in NHL that have won the president's award and the Stanley cup. I'm going to tell you what the president, if you're not familiar with what this award is, um, it's given to the team that finishes the regular season with the overall best record. The winner gets uh, $350,000 split between the personnel and the players. And that rule came into place in like 1985, 1986. Okay. So the only reason why I wanted to bring this up is because a lot of the teams on this list are in the playoffs. The Panthers? So we got the 1987 Oilers, the 1989 Flames. So they just played each other. You know what I mean? That's two teams. The The 94 Rangers, hell yeah. That's... The 99 Stars, the 2001 Avalanche, <clears throat> and then the 2002 and 2008 Red Wings. So you got the Oilers, Flames, Rangers, and Avalanche. They're like some of the best. These are the best teams, like, arguably ever. Fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, so I got the list right here. They're calling it the President's Trophy the Curse. The President's Trophy Curse? Uh-oh. Uh, and so these are uh, the 30 
what was it? Thirty eight teams? Thirty five? Fuck. Damn it. I lost the number. But it was uh like you said, there was only eight out of like the thirty five oh right here, thirty five prior years of President's <laughs> Trophy's existence. Only eight people have won the Stanley Cup, like you said. Yep. So this goes all the way back to eighty six. Oilers lost. Actually it's funny because the second time. Actually they start it's like the and the within the first four, two of them did win. I think that's when they had my boy Wayne Gretzky. That's what I think. The way I think I think maybe people are starting to look at it now because how the gap now has been since twenty thirteen. Which is seems to be the biggest gap we've seen. Who did it in twenty thirteen? The Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup against the Boston Bruins. Word. I like to hear that. So, but Me when too. you look, 1986 lost, 87 won. 88 lost, 89 won. Then it goes to 94, which is like a five year gap. Then it goes to 99, which is like a five year gap. And then 2001 and 2, back to back. Then 2008. 2008, which is a six year gap. It's the same then 2013, which is another five year gap. And now it's been since 2013. So now it's been a fucking nine-year gap. <coughs> I think the best team with the best record in the league was the uh, the Panthers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. That's, what was, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Panthers. Panthers. They're oh, still yeah, in, right? Right? Florida Panthers to be determined. But they're out. Are they, no, they're not out. Yeah. They're out. Yeah, they got yeah. swept. Yeah, they got swept. swept. That's them, right. Man. So we were just talking about that. Yeah, so they lost. So yeah. it's still going. Crazy. So this is the longest curse, ten years, or nine, nine or ten years now. It's been. Uh, well, definitely know what's so not happening this year. So. Super interesting though to look into. I wonder how yeah. big uh, the baseball gaps are oh, for uh, best record to winning the winning the championship, the mm. World Series. Well, we could look next year, next week or Monday. We'll look. Yeah, into we're gonna that. look that up because. I feel like I, I feel like know. they never win. The person with the best record in MLB never wins. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Mikey, because I have something to uh, talk about about the best MLB. We're gonna get into baseball. Sorry, that was a weird transition. But... Now we're getting into baseball. Now we're yeah. all good. Yeah, yeah, hockey. We're good. We're... I'm sorry, that was weird, but <laughs> no, nah, we got it. Uh, that was great. We're getting more into hockey. <laughs> yeah, we're getting more into hockey. Listen, go Rangers, go Avalanche. Dun, dun, dun. But we got some cool baseball stuff to talk about. And I got excited. Mikey mentioned baseball, and I was like, oh. So, I want to bring up an uh, interesting post that I saw from CBS, right? And it was a list of, like, ten. It was a list of ten of the best. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it was ten of the best baseball teams that never won a championship or never won a World Series. So the ones that stood out to me, because they're ones that I'm familiar with, <coughs> the 2001 I, Seattle Mariners. I knew it. Yep. That I was the 112-game season? They won 116 games. 116. They won 116 Ken games. Griffey, Ichiro Suzuki, all those guys are on that team? Yeah. No, Ken, no. Ken Griffey, Griffey was gone at that point. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was A-Rod. A-Rod. Okay. And it was Edgar, that. right? Okay. I think he was still out there. Edgar was out there. So was, what's his name? What's his uh, name? Randy Johnson. Mm. No, what's his name? Was the uh, catcher Pudge? Oh, hold on, hold on. 
I'm just going to start. I keep throwing names out there. To I'm the sorry. Right. Hold on. I'm about to. Yeah, can we pull up that roster? Yeah, let's pull it up. Does it. I got you right here. Because <laughs> no, now my brain's like going a million miles a minute. And I can't I think thought, of the I catcher's thought. name, and I know it. They won 116 games that year. Eddie dude. Martinez was on that team, no? I think that he was man? still there. I don't know. I can't yeah. remember when he retired or when he called it quits. I think Brett Boone might have been out there, too. Here we go. Let's see. You're right. About Boone. <clears throat> yeah, Brett Boone was still there. Oh, Mike Cameron. Mike Cameron, yeah. Freddie Garcia. Damn, I didn't know they had Uh huh. Carlos Guillen. Macklemore was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Edgar Martinez is there. Yep, Jamie Moyer, geez, Louise, John Olerud. Yep, I remember that. Okay. Oh, who's that guy? Who's that guy on the list there underneath? Uh, oh, yo, you see Pinero? that? La- you see that last name, Renzo? Pinero? Uh, Joel Pinero, huh? Who's that? Puerto Rican. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> 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 oh man. Suzuki, Ichiro was yeah, on there. Absolutely. Let's go. Dan Wilson, I remember him. Damn, he was there for a minute too, if I'm not mistaken. Jeff Nelson. Okay, they they had a, you know, some pitchers coming out of the bullpen. They had some. Am I bugging? That I don't see a Rod. I don't see him either. No, I think he was in Texas at that point. Oh wow, I'm bugging. Mike Cameron and Jay Buhner. Yeah, now Jay, yo, you got to remember Jay Buhner was on that '95 team. Edgar Martinez was on that '95 team. You know what I'm saying? So that's six years later. That 95 team beat, that, that's one of the years that haunts me. As a Yankee fan, 1995, dude. But uh, speaking of heartbreaking, uh, when it comes to the Yankees, the other team that definitely 1,000% should have won the uh, World Series this year, this is the one that stood out to me because we witnessed it firsthand, the 2004 Yankees. The Boston Reds. We were up 3-1 on the fucking Boston Red Sox. And they come back and win the, the series. The greatest comeback of all time. Or we were up 3-0 or something like 3-0. that. Yeah, we were up 3-0. No, they won, we won 101 games that year. Yo, pull up that roster. Because this is also going to tie into... Mikey has some, some baseball for us, and this is going to tie into it. All right, so we had... Damn, they had Matsui, dude. Yep. Hideki, Matsui. Jason Giambi. Godzilla. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Matsui was the man. Hell yeah, dude. Derek Jeter, obviously. El Duque was still out there. Posado's still out there. Kenny Lofton. Wait, where did you see uh, Matsui's name? Go up... uh... Thought I saw... <laughs> it was there, dude. Yeah. Oh, I see him. I see him. There he is. Yeah, there he is. With the moose. We got the moose over there, too, uh-huh. for pitching. John Olerud. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Mariano Rivera. Of course. <laughs> of course. You had Mo out there. Bernie Williams. Bernie still Williams out there. Still out there. Ruben Sierra. Gary Sheffield. A Rod. Man. Who is that? Um, this was the other pitcher? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. No, I think he was an infielder. I forgot. I was thinking somebody else. They had a squad, dude. They really did. Homer Bush, damn. That's a throwback. Kevin Brown. Bubba Crosby. 
They Damn. stink, dude. Oh, dude, I, dude, they got embarrassed, man. That was awful. That shit's still like. I was just talking about it with somebody earlier. I was like, yo, 95 and 2004, like, them should still bother me. Ugh, that was awful. There's a couple other teams I wanted to mention. I just had to get that out of the way real quick. Um, so these we saw, the 2017 Dodgers and the 2021 Dodgers. Yeah, 106 wins plus 269 run differential, which that's fucking insane. Dude, they had a squad. They had a pitching staff. Like, they had the bats. Unbelievable, dude. Both of those years. Both of those years. And then 2017, they also had 104 wins with a plus 190 run differential. Dar- yeah, that was one thing. Yeah, Hugh Darvish was out there. I forgot about that. So we're starting to see a pattern, though. I feel like the best teams rarely win the fucking championship. Yeah, Kershaw, yeah. Kershaw shit the bed too. In that, yeah, he was, he was becoming like the, uh, like the Matt Ryan. I hate to use that comparison, but he was becoming the Matt Ryan of the, uh, of the MLB with not being able to win a win in the big game. You know, and then he finally like must have got it out of his head or something and just snapped. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I got this. Because then he started balling. He got over the hump. Like, he needed to be there a little bit. Do you remember the, uh, so this is 95, uh, the Cleveland Indians? They were nasty back then, dude. The Indians were, were awesome. Is Greg Max on that team? No, nah, the, uh, the Indians, I think their starter in that. No, year. I'm sorry, not Greg Maddox. I mean, uh, <coughs> I think it was Charles Nagy. Okay. Was their uh, number one I'm guy. Bugging. They beat, so Seattle beat us. And then they went and played the Indians and mm-hmm. they got beat. I think the Indians played the Braves that year. They had 100 wins on the season. The I don't I don't really like this one, but we saw it. But we all know what the fuck they did. The 2019 Astros they didn't win the World Series that year, but fuck them. They had 107 games. The 1990s Oakland Athletics, dude. Canseco and McGuire. <coughs> Excuse me. Not more you can say. Fucking pumping roids, getting jacked up. Hitting bombs. Smashing bombs. Yeah, dude. Living life. Chicks take the long ball, as they used to say. And then the 93 Braves. Yeah. Killing it, dude. Uh, they were killing yeah. it. Yeah. The 93 Braves. I think we bring that back. Bring that era back, dude. Mike Trout, Royd it up. Come on. Let's move the fences back. And get Mike Trout on Royds. Imagine, like. Watch him, watch him fucking catch 490 foot home runs in center field. That should be home runs, I'm saying. But catch him on the winning track at 495. <laughs> and, then, and then watch him hit him at 505 feet over him, over the fence. Because the fence is like 498. I mean, I, I, love me some, I love me some dingers, you know what I mean? I like watching the ball get crushed. Dude. Who doesn't like home runs? They have I mean, a fucking uh, whole competition based off of yeah, it. Yeah, they always say fucking uh, steroids, it, it, it makes it dangerous. But if everybody's on the steroids... Even the fielding gets better. The arms, dude, you're going to see dudes throwing it from the wall to third base on a fly. (laughs) 
Like, it's going to be nuts. And the people running are going to be half a second faster because they're all, they're all on steroids. They're going to all be hopped up. But would they be faster because they're technically putting on more body mass? Yeah, but if they're stronger and they work their legs out, they're going to be faster at running. True. And yeah, they're going to be, true. you know what yeah, I mean? I, I mean, I can't speak on roids. Yeah. We should bring a roid specialist on here. No, I'm saying if you work sure. out, if, if you work out your legs, you're going to be faster. So then yeah. you add roids on top of that, it just, everybody's going to be <clears throat> enhanced. Yeah, I mean, I get it. So, like, it's like imagine Jeter on roids doing those uh, jumping plays. He's a would have been, they, Like, he would have been able to do it from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been even, like, crazier. Because with the HGH, your hand-eye coordination even gets a little better. So he he would have been flipping them out. Which actually could be a segue of what we're going to yeah, t- yeah. talk no, about. No, that's perfect. But I'm just going to say he's a biracial angel and he never did any of those things. And he never, he never did that. He never, <laughs> he never would. He never would. <clears throat> but we can get into the talk of is Derek Jeter the most overrated shortstop of all time? And actually, statistically, is he, not, is he one of the worst shortstops of all time? Defensively, though, that's what we have to. We, I always have to put Yo, that. This shit is crazy. It, it, I don't want to listen to it. You have to go. I know, I didn't either. You have to specify defensively, though, because when we talk about an offensive shortstop, clutch hits, all that. That's that's what they always leave out of this argument. They never they never talk about that in this argument. They talk about defensively. So they have this stat called defensive runs saved which is, like, similar to that plus-minus. And Derek Jeter, which we looked it up now, he's only second to last, but he used (laughs) to be last for a long time, but he's second to last now for uh, defensive runs saved. So he's led up the second. He's It's like 100 or minus 162 for runs cost. He He has cost the Yankees 162 runs in his career which was the worst as any shortstop ever and the worst in baseball for any fielder or defensive player. So crazy to think about because of all the hits that he has. But too. that's like also now that I'm thinking about it more, that's like saying Barry Bonds has the most strikeouts. It's like, I don't know if he does, but like usually a lot of home run hitters have a lot of strikeouts. It's like, yeah, of course they're going to strike out, but they're hitting bombs, too. Yeah, bonds was just different, though. No, I'm, I'm trying to make a comparison I, I for, like... I was thinking... No, no, More like course. a Vlad Guerrero. Like, strike mm. out. Like, I'm thinking, like... Vlad Guerrero was nasty. Homer hitter, but he struck out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Derek Jeter made crazy clutch plays, but he also fumbled easy fucking ground balls. But he also was one of the best hitters of all time. So it's like, is he overrated, or did he fucking do what he was supposed to do and bring value to the team? That's all he did. Yeah, of course he did. Well, I'm a huge Jeter fan. But that's their argument, which now I'm trying to debunk it because, yeah, he might have been, like, statistically, defend, like for defense, not the best, but when he when he when they needed him to make that play, he did. When he needed him to dive into the stands, he did. Yeah. When they needed that hit, he hit it. And like, even though he came onto that consistently, fucking consistently, consistently, three hundred hitter, like unbelievably. And what's his career average? Let's look it up because uh, I can't believe these guys are slandering. 
Derek Jeter's name. I mean, the other uh, side of it too, though, is like being a Yankees fan and watching him go from. We're biased. I mean, that was our guy, dude. Like that was the first captain we've had since Thurman Munson. Like you know what I mean? Like they're trying to make Aaron Judge the captain now. A three ten batting average. Yeah. Career wise. Thirty four hundred hits all time. I mean, for his career. Amazing. So he's got Rookie of the Year, four-time All-Star, five-time World Series winner, five-time Silver Slugger, five-time Gold Glove, World Series MVP, All-Star MVP. So a lot of people are mad about his Gold Gloves. Yeah, they think that he shouldn't have gotten those Gold Gloves. Yeah, yeah because defensively he fucked up a lot. But he won. They thinking that he won the Gold Gloves because, the, you know, the Yankees were winning World Series. He was being pushed into the media. As like this big huge star, he, he was, was just fitting the criteria of yeah. New York baseball, mm-hmm. which is why he was so dope. Which is why he got all the chicks. Which is why we love him. Facts, savage. I mean, on base percentage three seventy seven, slugging four forty. Fucking stolen bases three fifty eight, thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred ribbies, nineteen hundred runs scored. Savage. 310 batting average with 3,400 hits, though. That's amazing. 260 home runs. He could have hit a little bit more home runs, though. Mm-hmm. See, we could have got, yo, the he last three years, guy. the last three years, if we would have got him on HGH, <laughs> he would have got fucking up to 360. And we'd have been like, damn. You seen those last two years? He had 50 <laughs> home runs back to back. That's I just feel like he was such a good opposite field hitter. He really didn't need to hit home runs. Like, yeah, exactly. And he hit to that short opposite field at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, dude. Try, no, but I think we should have got him on the roids and got him some home runs. Nah. Come on. Nah, dude. Come bro. on. Where's the fun in that? I know, but. Where's the fun in that? Dude, no. Nah, like, listen, being a Yankees fan, and I agree, the way that they, they pretty much pushed him, because, again, he was the next face. They wanted him to be the face of the Yankees. George Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman, all them dudes in the office, knew exactly what they were doing and what they got. They were nuts, too, those guys back then. Dude. But the one thing I respect about Jeter and why I'm biased towards it, I'm 100% biased because, A, that's my guy. But, like, he left it out on the field with us. Like, he gave everything to the Yankees. Like, people people may argue that. Hey, go ahead. Please prove it to me. Because you never heard one thing about him having contract trouble, having anything. You never heard anything in his career about him having trouble in, in the front office. He used to call Joe Torre Mr. T. He wouldn't call him coach. You know what I mean? Like, this is a respectable dude. Hey, his off-field activities, salute. God bless you. You're, you're the man. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing your fucking thing. But the way he carried himself and the way he played the game of baseball, that's why it's hard for me to... Guy. That Yeah, like, he just, he had the... It's hard for me not to. It's hard for me not to want to say he's not overrated. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me not to say that. I mean, obviously defensively, we see the real deal. Like that's not good. That's not a good list to be on. You don't want to be at least at the bottom of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the number, yeah. The number two guy. Like. <laughs> no, for sure. You want, but yeah. I mean, he. It's funny because that's what the thing when people think of Jeter, he's almost known for like those. Those jumping 
throws and like cool plays, yeah, but defensively yeah. wasn't there. So that's why I think people get mad because they're like he defensively wasn't even that good. Yo, like, but, yeah, but hitting he was amazing. But also we didn't say this. These numbers are from two thousand and three and up because that's when this stat came into play in two thousand three. Yeah, so it might be way worse. Nah, I just kidding. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? Well, I mean, think about it this way. He got what he started in ninety six with us and then they started in two thousand three. Seven years, right? We're yeah. doing math right. That's a long time. Hey, who's ready? I've been there for a while. I mean, dude, what? His first World Series, you what, 96, 98, 99, and 2000? And he's been there in 2001, 2003, 2009, right? He was there in 2009. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he retired like in 11 or 12 or something like that. Yeah, man. Like, I remember we were at the bar. Teary-eyed. Oh, yeah, I dropped a tear. Him and Mariano. Yeah, definitely. As soon as they put, they brought out Jeter and Pettit, it was over. I was like, oh, man. I was like, why they got to do that? My bad, I messed up the rotation. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man, are you looking at fantasy right Sorry, now? yeah. All right, we now, didn't talk up. about it at all. And <clears throat> I wanted to see if I yeah. fucked up because I can't remember if I uh, checked my lineup this morning. And then I fucking got fucking scared. But I'm not sure. I still don't know if I did or not. Yo, this dude Sid's giving me a run, dude. Look at the look at the scoreboard real quick. Oh yeah. We could talk about some things uh after this, but yeah. I won't yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> not even <laughs> close. Well, no, look at my look at my pitchers. Look at my three pitchers. 47, 42, and 40. Yeah, what about it? That's okay, fire. That's great. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> killing it. Yeah, what about you're it? You're like, yo, wait, I don't know. Sid's giving me a run. Yo, when I looked, dude, when I looked this That's morning. 205 points. When, I swear to God, when I looked this morning, it was not like that, bro. I swear to God. It was either last night or this morning. I swear to God, it That's wasn't like that. Crazy. Hey, I'll take it, dude. My team must have went off for like the past couple nights. So I'll take that. Yeah, oh, man. This dude, the only thing I'm worried about is that this dude, Evan, has some pictures going on Sunday. Does he? He has like four pitchers going on Sunday. I was talking to him the other night. He's like, yo, this dude Renzo might beat me this week. I was like, I am going to beat him. He said, like, that's what I said. I was like, he probably is. You see my boy Italian? Picked him off waivers. That was a good move. <sighs> Gave me 44 and a half. That's a beautiful pickup. Killed it today. Yo, Bobby Witt too balling, huh? Yeah. Rookie of the year, hopefully. Oh, uh, look yeah. who number three is on that list. Nasty oh, uh, Nestor. Yo, unbelievable, dude. He pitched a gem last night. I fuck with Nestor, yo. Shout out to Nestor Cortez. What's going on in your games? Mikey, you winning? Are you uh, winning? Not yet. Oh, sh- not yet. I like that attitude. Your pitcher went all oh, yeah, Damn, Aaron Nola gave you So 50. I still got, um, I didn't check if he how many more starts he's got for pitchers, but so far this week we've been like even on starting pitchers. But for some reason, all my pitchers like have been going on the weekends in the past like couple of weeks, which is good because I've been getting a lot of two starts from my pitchers, yeah. which is why I've been getting all those fucking such high weeks. And this week also, I think I had two two starts, which I'll get one tomorrow and one Sunday, I think. So I think I'm only down like 30 right now, for like about 35 or something. Yeah. So I, I don't know if he's still got pitchers going, but I think – I mean, of course, now that I know how to play, I might look for Sunday to see uh, 
if I can maybe grab another extra pitcher too. Who knows? I grabbed up that dude Quintana for the night. But yeah. I, I didn't even look at how he's doing. I just don't have any space on my in my fucking roster, and now I have fucking don't two guys on the IL, and fucking uh, so I picked up a couple guys. So well, so I don't have room to fucking for, to drop pitchers, which is it's been working for me. So I'm just gonna let it be. But yeah, I got. We'll see. I don't want to say I got lucky, but I was able to move uh, Josh Donaldson to the IL. So I was able to open up a bench spot, and I had to grab somebody. I had to grab a catcher for the night. Yeah, so you're looking fucking really good, though, for this week, because we only got two more days, and you're up 200. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much locked. We got Justin up on tech by only 20, so that's not – we never know about that. We got Renzo up by about 150. Or more actually about 150 plus, yeah. so that's almost that's pretty lock. But if you so, that's all I got, I think one or two pitchers left, and he has five, I think, left. Yeah, sheesh, yeah, so it's tough. We'll see because he's five and one, and so that means I couldn't get him last week, dude. I yeah. tried, I tried. But just... Don't be mad because you're gonna see me again and you're nervous. Yo, Mikey's team, well, speaking let's, of, let's see. So I hope he doesn't have any pitches going because I still got a couple going. So you're going into tonight, your boy Trevor Story, the the, the, the redeemer, dude. So listen to this: in his last uh, his last seven games, he has seven home runs and 21 RBIs going into tonight's game. Wow! Last time I checked, he was 0 for three on the night. Nice. Yeah. So, but dude, that's crazy, and, and Mikey has him. So like Trevor Story's been helping him out. I would think, yeah. right? Oh, finally yeah. after Big we time. after we gave him the kick in after, the ass. Yeah, dude. we kicked him in the ass, dude, because he was a real slow start. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's my guy though. He was rostered 99. percent Everybody's like, I'm like, should I look for a new guy? Should I not? I just kept him. We talked a little the, bit of trash on him. The cores effect. But I was like, yo, he's still a great player. Next, that next fucking game went off. 40, I think 40 fantasy yeah, points. 40 on the, on the, like, on the what button, the dude. Fuck. And then now he's just been like mid teens consistently, something like 20. Like, it's like, what? He's going off. You know what? I think just like 12 the other day. <laughs> the thing was, everybody was saying about the cores effect. Like, I put it up on the, on our IG page. I'm sure you guys seen it. It was like his average at home when he mm-hmm. played at cores. And then on the road, he was crushing it in Colorado. So you think maybe now he's getting. Absolutely, like used to normal gravity. We're only only a quarter in the way into the season, essentially. Maybe Mm -hmm. a couple games over a quarter. There's a lot of baseball left, and he's in a different place. That's yo. He was in Colorado. Now he's in Boston. Completely different air. Completely different ballpark. Yeah, you got to get used to that. Hell yeah. Probably doesn't know goddamn anybody out there. So he's like, they're like, oh, hopefully opened them. Came, you know. Open arms, you know, I hope so. I, I like Trevor's story. I was pissed he signed with the Red Sox. I didn't technically want him, but he could have signed anywhere else. Yeah. But the other two options were, uh, I think, Houston, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think Houston was an option. And was it the the Giants or the Dodgers? Mm, I'm not too sure. That. I can't remember, but, like. <sighs> we also got fucking a lot of trouble in fucking in the Bronx. Yeah. But. Dude, so a lot. I got Stanton now on the IL. Dude, we had a la- the last. Like, fucking... Was it the last five days, bro? The Yankees lost a bunch of dudes, yeah. man. Like, but on the bright side, we got some good news that like uh, 
what's his name? Zach Britton's about to come back soon. That's good. He's another bullpen guy. Um, so that's a good look because I think Chapman's on the IL too, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, but we did sign Matt Carpenter. He he uh he hit a dinger tonight. I was happy about that. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was awesome. Glaber hit one too. Glaber hit a shot. I was happy dude. about that. <clears throat> Hell yeah, dude! No, it's just listen. We're we're and Duhar's playing well. I think DJ came back tonight, or he's coming back tomorrow. So. As long as our guys oh, can play well. My bad. I didn't want, well, I want no, no, not no. to bring it back to the junior no, thing, but I wanted to talk about his company, though, on the list. Because that's another thing yeah. that we didn't talk about. That So this is the list of the defensive runs saved, which he is second to last on. But look who he's with on this on this list. A lot of fucking really good players. Adam Dunn is number one. We go Cabrera, Hanley Ramirez, Prince Fielder, Rick, Ricky Weeks. Remember him? Yeah. Manny Ramirez, Jorge Posada, Dexter Fowler. Jorge Posada, that's tough though because he's a catcher. So any pass balls or any like stolen bases, I Bernie bet you. Williams. Yeah, Bernie Williams on that list too. Yeah. Seventy four though compared to one hundred and sixty two. Mm-hmm. But see, like Papi Abreu. I mean, everybody's on there. Yeah. So it's just but let's see who's up who's who do you think is up on the top with a with a, a plus? Who do you think makes it? You see how far you gotta go up for a plus? These might be cause oh, cause look, this this is matters. This is innings played. Yep. That so anything under ten thousand you could you know what? <laughs> yeah, it's getting crazy now. It's two innings, <laughs> four innings. Yeah. Oh. So let's go to the top. There we go. Andre, uh, Adrian, Adrian Beltre. Eighteen thousand innings played, two hundred plus a plus two hundred on total runs saved. He's got a couple of Golden Gloves too, doesn't he? Adrian Beltre. Fifteen bunts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen successful bunts, that's insane. Yadi and Molina, look at that. Uh, Yadi, Brett Gardner, Brett Gardner up there. Nolan Arenado, ten thousand innings right there. I that's said my it. boy. Oh, he's at thirteen thousand actually. Lorenzo Kane, <laughs> Albert Pujols, Mookie Betts. There he is. Let's see, but he's only got eight thousand innings. He's still got a little bit to go. But Mookie Betts up there. That's my guy. Suzuki's up there. 17,000 innings. He played forever. Yeah, he did. But he's up there, dude. Saved runs, 105. That means he saved runs. Probably throwing people out, most of them. So, that's pretty much it for that, though. You got anything else, baseball? Oh, yeah, dude. I wanted to just mention a couple things real quick. Going into tonight also. Excuse me. Dodgers, uh, first team in the uh, NL to win 30 games. Them boys are nasty. Uh, yo, I didn't realize this. Justin Verlander going into the night had the best ERA whip and BAA. Cool. Justin Verlander. Yo, his ERA going into tonight's game was a one, is a 1.22. Wow. And his whip is .72. Nice. Dude's unbelievable, man. And I want to shout out my guy real quick. He's been on and off the... 
the IL and family leave, but Josh Hader, yo, 37 consecutive scoreless appearances in 35 innings. <laughs> Beast. That's my closer, dog. Yo, that's really all I had for uh, baseball, man. I love that Derek Jeter conversation. Like, yo, hit us up on uh, the Instagram page. What's your thoughts on that? Like, for sure. Like, I'll be honest yeah. with you. I don't think he's overrated. That's my final conclusion. Me neither. That. I mean, offensively, he was there. Clutch, he was there. And World Series, he was overrated. there. Yeah. So. I, I think he's rated just, just, just where he belongs. Fine. Just where he belongs. <laughs> yeah. That's what I got. So that's that's baseball. Like I said, hit us up. Let us know. Let us know what you think. I thought I was going to give you an update. That what you got? The, the Avalanche actually ended up winning. Three Yo, two. Let's, let's go. go. Good shit. So I got my Avies in the. Good Abby's shit. Going. They going, Monkey. Semifinals all the way to the sweep. <laughs> They're sweeping. That was a hard sweep. That one, but they got it done. <laughs> they got it, done. <laughs> it was a. Uh, and also the uh, Celtics and Heat are tied up right now with four minutes left. Oh, that's nice. What's the score? 97-97. So, Sheesh. We'll find out. I need my And on Monday, we'll be either really bummed or really <laughs> yeah, excited. Exactly, exactly. 50-50 uh, chance. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. That's it? That's yeah, I mean, we could talk UFC, but we've been talking about the same shit over and over. Yeah. We got yeah, yeah. Volkov. We got, we got some that's time. Coming, really. That's coming, though. Volkov versus Reels and Struk. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, so let's see who Let's see who we're going to put our money on. Mm. Uh, let's see real quick. I want to see who Reels and Struk's been fighting recently. Lost to Blades. Lost a game. Beat Junior. Dos Santos lost to Francis. Man. And Volkov has... Lost to Aspinall that we put our remember we I think we picked Aspinall in that to did. win that one. Lost mm-hmm. to Cyril, beat Alistair just like him. Lost to Curtis, lost. To, damn, so this is tough. This is I mean he's got twenty two knockouts. Thirteen Drago, sheesh. That's more than fucking fights than Rosenstrokes has fights combined. He has not twenty two knockouts, so. Uh, that's fucking tough, though. They're both. It seems like a pretty. Let's see, age and and all that good, other good stuff. Thirty three, thirty four. Height six six on Volkov versus six two Rosenstruck. Weight two fifty to two forty two. The reach Volkov by two inches eighty seventy eight. It's gonna be interesting. I think maybe. I don't know. Volkov's the younger guy with way more fights. Yeah. Rosenstruck, man. I don't know. What do you think, Renzo? Volkov, Rosenstruck. Who gets it done? I'm going Volkov. Yeah. Yeah. I like those odds, too. I like it. I don't know what the odds are, but I like it, too. I think Volkov. I think with Shaz the Shad, we go with Volkov. And if you listen to us, we've got a nice little thing going. We're on all platforms. Yes. And we should be up. Hopefully, by the morning and when we can start doing that, yeah, <laughs> consistently it's gonna be yeah. so nice for you guys yeah. to absolutely get those picks. Saturday morning, I think we've been killing a lot of our picks. Yo, and uh, if you listen, if you listen to Mikey's UFC corner and his picks, Mikey, I've been slacking a little because I've been focusing on a little bit, uh, a little bit of uh, iron swinging irons and 
<laughs> I've been playing golf. I've been taking my mind links. off MMA a little. Hitting the links, dog. So, but uh, yeah, I wish maybe we can get a little bit into some golf too. I mean, we've only got so many time, so much time. Yeah, but we could definitely do a golf episode. Like, why not do some updates? Couple, uh, yeah, a couple golf episodes. We got down. a little Charles Schwab going on right now. <laughs> So Volkoff money line we're going. That's I what think we're so. Doing. Yeah, even though Rosenstruck, both of them are the same fighters. It looks like when you look at their records, they lose to the same guys, they beat the same guys. But we're going Volkoff. Beautiful, got it. I think that's it. <laughs> there it is. God bless you, sir. Oh, thank bless you. Bless you. So, plugs. You can find me, Mike Nice T, all platforms, fucking Shedcast. Uh, Shed Network, new music coming, you know, all that good stuff. And yeah, go follow Sid Floyd as well. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at Renzo P underscore 203. Shout out to Shedcast, Shed Network, Sid, Mikey, everybody. Definitely give us a follow. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You can follow me at on Instagram at Gordo Antonio, on Twitter at Gordo Antonio ES. Hit us up on Instagram at Sports Smorts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all platforms coming soon. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, I wanted to end it with a little, little shout out to uh, Ray Liotta. Yo. Yeah, R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Bad. R.I.P. Man. Didn't matter. Didn't mean anything. When I was broke, I would go out and rob some more. We ran everything. We paid off cops, we paid off lawyers, we paid off judges. Everybody had their hands out. Everything was for the taking. And now it's all over. <laughs>